0: already
1: so uh (laughs) all right what's up fellas what's happening what's happening everyone my name's jp um and we've got a special a special show today we've got master pua pickup artist hamza hitch um and basically i'm gonna pick his brains about game like what's really going on i've got a few questions my whole mindset I've got kind of black-pilled mindset. That's what I've recently decided. Um, in terms of, what I believe looks are incredibly important, and Hamza will tell me otherwise. He might agree in some certain aspects. That's going to be the beauty of this conversation. So let's get straight into it. So Hamza, tell, tell me, tell us um, about yourself, you know your story. What got you into uh, into being a coach, and 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 why game is important for you.
0: Okay. So first of all, I don't really consider myself a PUA. I just consider myself a dating coach overall, because I don't think pickup is a really good term to use in general. But so how I got into it was I started learning in high school, my senior year, there was a girl in my physics class that I thought was really attractive. And I had absolutely no idea how to talk to her or start a conversation. So I Googled how to talk to girls. And this is because I had a lot of like religious trauma and brainwashing from my parents since they're really religious and they told me if you talk to girls, you're going to hell. So I started started learning, I went to different pickup forums, read different books and eventually I became really good at it because I kept taking action and I kept practicing so that I could improve my skills. I started also like I do kind of agree with your black pill theory that you want to look as good as you can because you want to present yourself as well as possible. So. I did all that. I worked on myself, improved myself, and then eventually I got to a point where I became really good at it. And I was running a digital marketing agency. I moved to Chicago with my brother and I wanted to meet new guys and make some friends. So I joined some of the RSD groups and met some guys through there, started going out with them and they're like, "Dude, like you're really good at this." So I started basically helping guys for free. And then what the, the issue that happened was I was helping guys and I didn't have enough time to help everyone. So then I started charging like a small amount. And then eventually, you just accidentally started my own pickup business, basically. So that's that was like how I became a coach. But now what I think is, I don't necessarily think pickup is the way to go. I don't think black pill is the way to go. I think it's just become the best version of yourself. And I teach guys how to date women, how to attract them, how to interact with them, how to live their best life so that women come to them. And it's like, basically, as long as you improve yourself as well as you can when it comes to your status, your game, your looks, and your, like, hygiene. Or not not just hygiene, but, like, that that's part of your looks, but your money as well, then you're going to have the best results with women. What do you think
1: overall? Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah, just master everything, 100%. Like, I totally agree, and that's my message as well. Like, in terms of taking women the aspect even, like, your finances, business, so I appreciate you. I appreciate all the coaches because you are business guys, you know. You, you know, study marketing, selling. You study, you know, having a team. And, and that's all stuff that, you know, in terms of becoming a high-value man, it's very important. Um, let me ask you a question. So, how tall are you? 6'3". Oh, so I'm kind of gifted <laughs> when it
0: comes to that. And what would you give yourself out of 10? Looks. Out of 10? Yeah. Looks-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was to... If I was to... Well, first of all, I think I'm a 10 out of 10 overall, but specifically looks wise, I would say maybe like a seven, seven overall looks wise. But that's also subjective because one thing is when, you, when you're around someone for longer, you feel that they're more attractive. So if you see yourself every day and you feel good about yourself, then you're going to see yourself as more attractive. But if I had to like try to delete those biases and just give myself a subjective rating. That's what I would say.
1: Okay. And, and why would you, did you say, why would you give yourself a seven? What, like, you think like just your face or your height or, or your grooming, like what makes you, why did you come up with that number? Why not, you know, subjectively higher or lower subjectively?
0: Well, I, th- I just don't think that I have like the, the male model, 10 out of 10 looks overall, like especially specifically the face, but, I don't think that really matters that much. Like your face is important, obviously, but as long as you hit the minimum looks requirement for most women, which is not really that high, like the minimum looks requirement for a woman is probably like a six or a five overall. And then the rest of your lifestyle or your status, your money and your game, that's what will push you over the edge and help you to achieve the results of the women that you want. Like I've, I've hooked up with models. I've hooked up with girls that are really big on Instagram. I've hooked up with, just hot girls that like barely anyone knows about because they don't go out that much. So like if uh, this is one of the problems that I have with like the black pill or the guys that say looks are the only thing that matters because you can become as good looking as possible. And if you have the rest of your life set up so that you are more attractive, you're going to get results with women that you never get before. But like I said, there's a minimum looks requirement. So like some women, they just don't like brown guys or they don't like, my specific facial look so like they, there's nothing that i could do to like get a girl or attract that kind of girl like think of think of a girl that doesn't like black guys at all is there anything that you could do to, to attract that girl
1: Not well, a damn thing
0: yeah like let's say she's a super racist and <laughs> she only she like hates black people in general there's nothing you can do No. Mm, okay. so, but mm, yeah mm. Okay. How do you
1: feel about that overall? Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. That's going to bring us to my next question. What's your... Okay, so you personally, what's your target demographic? So me personally, I know there are white girls that love black guys and generally yeah. more liberal will like black guys who, especially women, I find from like more... Um, what's the word? Like maybe... I'm trying to think, I find a better way for backwards, but I can't think of it. But like more like... Um, yeah, kind of more backwards countries where it's not so multicultural you know, if they like black guys, they're going to only like black guys, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. I find English women don't really like black guys as much. Some do, but a lot, you know, not not necessarily. So I kind of play within my niche market, if that makes sense, my target market. Yeah. So, say, you or you believe your game can hit all, all races and creeds and backgrounds?
0: I definitely think that my game can hit all kinds of girls. I don't have a specific niche market that I go for. They're obviously girls that I'm more attracted to based on their looks and their personality than there are girls that like, there are different kinds of girls that I base on that I find attractive based on their looks. And it doesn't necessarily mean a specific race. It doesn't necessarily mean they come from a specific place, but it's whatever I find attractive. And I'm going to shoot my shot with those girls if I feel like it, because if I wanna be with a girl, I'm not gonna limit myself and say, oh, she's probably not gonna like me. She's And come up with excuses why I shouldn't go and at least have try and have a conversation with her if I see her in person. But that's not the only way to attract women. You can attract them online as well and the, through your social circle. So I go for the girls that I find attractive and I take charge of my life. That's what I don't like about the guys that just make excuses because they just are defeatists. They say, Oh, I can't do it because of X, Y, or Z. But in, in my, my personal like, thoughts, if you want to control your life, you need to take the action to make things happen. And if you don't, you're just giving up. And that's not the kind of mentality that I want to have as a human being because I think you, the way you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you give up with women, then you're going to be giving up with business or you're going to be giving up with, at the gym. Right, so you should be a realist to a certain extent, but you also shouldn't limit yourself overall.
1: Yeah, I totally agree, and that's why I think black pill falls down—not um, falls down, but that's why I see the, a divide. Because I believe there is a divide in black pill. There's the black pill guys that feel like I'm, I've got no chance. Let me kill myself or do surgery. And there's the guys that feel like no, like I mean, my black pill attitude is like looks are very important, but you know, like not as important. Like you need the other stuff as well. Like I could be a ten out of ten yeah. model if I'm shy. and I'm terrified to look a woman in the eye and I dress like shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's going to get me very far. But if I do up those areas, it's like an extra bonus. It's like I said to talk Mm -hmm. to myself. If you get in shape and you get muscle, it's game over. You know what I'm saying? Versus Mm -hmm. you're a bit shorter. Like, you don't need it. Like, I reckon, you know, someone who's over six foot three, the impacts of, you know, getting size and muscle takes you a bit further. Obviously, it will impact someone who's a bit shorter more. Does that make sense? But if you do...
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So that's how I see looks, basically, as well. Um, Definitely. yeah, so, okay, so let me, okay, another question for you. Uh, so why do these coaches, why are they attacking each other? Like, literally, even now, you've got one coach attacking another coach, there's a coach attacking you, there's YouTube videos. Like, what's, the, what's going on here? Like, why are they attacking each other? I know it's marketing, but something's not right. It's ridiculous.
0: So one thing about the, the whole, like, PUA or dating coach niche is that guys overall want to, they have, like, a frame battle with other guys. And they're always thinking, what's alpha? What's beta? How can I get a leg up over someone else? And that's just a weak mindset. Those are insecure guys that attack other men because they want to put them down. Now, that's, those are some people. The other people, sometimes they're like, okay, I'm a dating coach. I want to help guys as much as possible. So if I think someone's a fraud, then I'm going to tell people so that they can protect themselves so they don't waste their money. You know?
1: Oh, hold on hello you kind of froze there can everyone let me know if you can hear me if you can't hear me hamza's just frozen i'm sure he'll be back in a second can everyone hear me can everyone hear hamza oh and hamza's left okay i hope you're enjoying this i've got so much more questions let me know if you have any questions in the meantime you can hear me, cool. I'm still here. I'm getting nervous now. I'm gonna get my charger. I'm gonna see my <laughs> where I live. Um, but yeah, very fascinating. Um, I mean, I'm just gonna do some commentary by myself. Um, yeah, like I like his approach. Yeah, join, join ASAP, bro. We <laughs> don't need more <laughs> these technicals today. It's, just, it's bad luck. But oh, well, we're gonna start the year strong. Um, yeah, request to jump on, uh, hold on, Hamza at, uh, yes. Okay, Ham- uh, Larry, glad you enjoyed it, man, I'm enjoying this as well, just, I'll just get warmed up, I'm just doing my warm-up stretches, hey, 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 what's up? Yeah, I was just saying, I'm, when you went, I'm doing my warm-up stretches, just... <laughs>
0: okay, I got uh, a FaceTime call from my girl, I forgot to turn my
1: phone on Oh. oh okay, got respect right. the girl. <laughs>
0: no, I, I hung up on her, but then it disconnected me from here, too. Yeah, but, uh,
1: on um, okay. yeah, as well. All right, so yeah, finish okay. off. We We're talking about um, about um, so some POAs the frame battle, and then some POAs are um, calling out frauds.
0: Yeah, so so that those are the two things they're either they have the frame battle where they want to like one up themselves over, over other guys and make themselves look better so they get more clients, the other guys they. Or they think, you know, maybe this PUA or dating coach is teaching the wrong information and they don't really actually know what they're doing and they're a scammer. So I'm gonna call them out so to to protect the guys that you're trying to help.
1: So what does a scammer look like? Explain that. That's a that's a big term. That's a strong term. What's what's a scammer
0: in a way to- scammer is a guy in general or a girl who's teaching something that they have no business teaching, that they don't know about enough to charge people money. That's basically what a scammer is. They're just just regurgitating information they've already learned from other people or they're just teaching the wrong thing. But I think that overall, it's very easy for someone to, to call out someone else and point out the things that they're doing wrong. It's easy content, so that's why a lot of people will do that as
1: well. And how, did the, how do these scammers get away with it?
0: It's because if you're, like, if you're an intermediate guy who has been coached by other coaches and you've gone through a program, then it's easy for you to tell beginners, like a guy who's afraid of talking to girls completely, of what they should do and, and that they can you know, charge those guys money. But then when they're talking to someone who's better than them or someone who's also on the same level – then you can, you can clearly tell that this guy really isn't qualified to be a coach. It's the same thing with fitness. Like I'm sure a lot of guys, a lot of people in general in school, they've had physical education teachers who are fat or they're at the gym and they have a personal trainer who really doesn't know what they're talking about. If you're a beginner, it's easy to like fall into that person's dogma and learn from that person. But then once you become better, you realize that guy really had no idea what he was talking about. And this happens a lot with coaches who have an idea of what to teach guys, but they haven't truly internalized the information. There's a trend going around recently. I don't know if you've noticed, cause you're also in the consulting and coaching niche, but there's like, there are a ton of coaches, coaching people on how to be coaches, but they haven't grown a co- coaching business outside of the coaching business to coach coaches.
1: You know, you, you've seen that around, right? Yeah, yeah, it's 100%, yeah. They don't have, have a real business. Their business is coaching coaches. Yeah. Exactly. The thing I like about fitness is that it's so pure. Like, I say to everyone, if you want to find a fitness coach, find someone who looks the way you want to look. It's that simple. And Ooh. you know, the thing about it, like, I know there's like PUAs who talk about lay count and lay count. And I think, you know, I know there's, like, even today, I saw someone posted, oh, how many lays have you had this year? And then other coaches are attacking that person, like, oh, like, like women aren't more than just, like, they're not just the body. I think you commented as well. You know what I'm saying? They're not yeah. just. It's not, not just a number. So know yeah, yeah. <laughs> those few ways, obviously, that is their market angle is I've had this many lays, this many lays. And, you know, from a purist perspective, you could say that is a good market angle. What's your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, like, like we've talked about on our calls, there are guys who only care about the number, and that's coming from a place of ego because it's easy to quantify your results based on your lay count, right? If you say, oh, I have 100 versus someone who has 50, like okay i'm better than them but what if the guy with 50 banged straight 10s 9s and 10s only and the guy with 100 banged fives? who's better at game or who's who has a who's more attractive obviously the guy with 50 who's who's banged the 9s and 10s the hotter girls right so that's why i don't personally like lake count i also noticed that like a few years ago when i was really i really cared about my lake count and it was coming from a place of ego and then I would just, like, bang girls for the sake of increasing the lay count. Like, I'd hook up with a girl who's, like, a seven just for the sake of saying I hooked up with another girl. And then there are those gray areas, too, where, like, you just get the tip in. Is that a lay <laughs> or no?
1: You're killing me. <laughs> you can't count that. You can't count it.
0: Yeah. That, huh? Yeah, I mean, some, some guys will count it. I've noticed that. If, if that situation happens, the guys will count it, but the girls won't count it as oh, a leg can't. or a body.
1: You can't, you can't, you can't <laughs> body, but you can't, you can't. Yeah. The other day, I was furious. It was the second time you came over as well. I was furious, but maybe that's a that's story rough. for um, Okay, so, all right. So do you, who's, okay, let, how am I gonna put this? So your clients, let's say out of 10, how many are sevens and above, and how many are fives and below, in terms of their attractiveness? Would you say, from your subjective subjective perspective? So, give me a percentage. Of are energy. you
0: talking about just looks wise or attraction yeah. overall with the four Pure, aspects? Purely looks. Purely looks. Well, it's hard as a guy to rate them, but also the thing is, every girl has a different blueprint. Every girl sees a guy; she sees you. They're hundred percent guarantee you, by the way, there are girls who see you and there are girls who see me. Some of them will say you're more attractive looks wise. Some of them will say I'm more attractive looks wise because they have a different blueprint. So it's kind of a waste of time or to even think like mentally masturbate about what your rating is looks wise or what another guy looks like to you. You know what I'm saying? So like if I rated you, Okay, that's cool, like I rated you, what, what, what does that gain? Nothing, because there are girls that would say that you, you're an eight, there are girls that would say you're a four, it, you know, it doesn't really, you don't gain anything by guessing what another person's looks rating is, right? Okay, how so about- So for me, overall, What? I, all, what all, all I would say is the guys who are learning about game overall are less attractive than the guys that don't go out of their way to learn about game. <clears throat> you see what I'm saying? If you have true problems, you're, you're going to be at lower on the totem pole than most other guys. But then what happens is the guys who stick through it and they actually continue to improve, the average person who does not learn about game or improving themselves will be lower after that person has gone through their journey. So like, let's say the average is a five they may start out their journey at a three. But then after they go through the journey, they might be eight at the end. You see what I'm saying? That's why I respect guys that are trying to improve, whether it's their looks, their game, improve their status and get their money up. I respect those guys, even if they're at a lower rating than the average person because they're actually working. But the average person doesn't try to work. They're just ignorant in general. And they're just happy or whatever they are. And they're content with that.
1: Okay, awesome. Great answer, by the way. Very Thank yeah. You. <laughs> All right, so, okay, let's picture a guy. You might have one of these as your clients or not. Well, someone comes up to you, he's like, Hamza, I really need your help, bro. I'm five foot four. Um, my teeth are messed up. I'm out of shape. Um, but I've watched the, I don't want to name any programs, but I've watched the so-and-so-and-so video that say, look, so matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you help me? What would you say to that person?
0: Yeah, I can help them for sure. That's all I would say. Like, yeah, I can help you.
1: <laughs> what kind of results would this be? Like, you would tell them to start cold approaching, yeah?
0: I had a client who was about that height, and he, he, he told me that looks is what the main thing is. And I helped him improve his looks, because looks do matter. At the end of the day, it's the first... I don't know if you saw the video that I made or not, but it's the first thing that someone sees. So it gets your foot in the door, and there's a minimum looks requirement. It's... Like, there is definitely a minimum looks requirement. But that can change depending on how long you interact with someone and then there are other aspects of your life, status, money, and game. So help. I would help them throughout their whole life. Like I'd help them look better. I'd help them increase their status if that's something they're interested in. I'd help them get their money up because a lot of the time these guys are struggling with money or it's inconsistent. And I'd help them with their game because I think game is extremely important. Your mindset is the number one thing that's gonna stop you from achieving your goals, and it's gonna be the number one thing that helps you achieve your goals. But we can't be delusional. If you look like a one out of 10, and you think, okay, I'm just gonna believe I'm a 10, you're not gonna look like a 10. You have to improve, you have to work on yourself in all aspects. But the thing is, if, if there's a guy who, a girl thinks is a five out of 10, but he's worked on all of his life, like his lifestyle overall, and himself, he can shoot higher than he would normally. So a guy who doesn't work on himself and is a 5 out of 10, he's going to get 5 out of 10 girls. But a 5 out of 10 with a good mindset, who thinks he's worthy of talking to whichever girl he wants to approach, and then also is working on himself and has that confidence, he's going to be able to get more attractive women than the average guy who's at the same like, looks
1: rating as him. I agree, yeah, great answer. Um, okay, so you, would you, so this first week, so you, okay, you said I can help you was like, here's my money, boss, let's do this. <laughs> first week, are you telling him to go cold approach 100 women? Like, he's, he's, he's literally a, like a three or four out of 10. Are you telling him to cold, cold approach? Or what, what's your first point of action?
0: So the first point of action with that guy would do, do a total evaluation of himself, figure out the kind of girl that he wants, the kind of things that he needs to work on, help him give him direction because that's my that's what I as a coach do is I give the direction and I give the knowledge and then we'll go through some mindset stuff we'll go, so go through some things on how to improve your looks increase your sexual my, market value in general help him set up his lifestyle for success like when you're when you're coming as a beginner there are so many things that you have to work on so we just can't come up with a game plan and we decide exactly what it is he wants because he'll, so he can visualize that whenever he's coming up with an issue or he to remind himself that this is what I, the end goal is because if you don't remind yourself of the end goal, it's hard to go through the journey. I think you, you tell your students this too like when they're trying to lift and gain their muscle that they want they want this is actually one of the first questions you asked me was what kind of guys do you want to look like right So when you when you have that, visualized and you know that's what you want, it makes the journey a lot easier and it helps you come up with a plan because so you can re, 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 like reverse engineer the plan to get to that point. So that would be the first point of action for the first week. I wouldn't say go run out there and go talk to a hundred girls because it's not gonna be a good time, especially if, if he has approach anxiety. Most of these guys that come to me are guys that have approach anxiety. There are other guys who they don't have approach anxiety but they want hotter women. But just going out and approaching for the sake of approaching is not going to get you the results that you need. You have to have your mindset right. You have to work on your other parts of your life as well. But you do need to take that action. If you try and work on everything else, but you don't take the action, you're not going to be successful. And then there are the guys who are only doing online dating. And I've talked to you about this before, that these guys, they're good with girls. Like They get some girls, but they only get the girls that know, that like them. It's the same guys that look for choosing signals. They're just standing around at the club waiting for some girl to give, give them
1: eyes. Like, I mean, I, would, that's, yeah. I just wait for eye contact. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. That's my night. So, yeah, that's me. Guilty. Guilty.
0: Yeah. But there yeah. are so many... The hotter girls are the girls... Like, the hotter girls don't give choosing signals as much. They mm. will sometimes.
1: Mm. But
0: especially depending on culture, like, I love Eastern European women.
1: Mm, Those same. girls
0: don't give choosing signals as much they'll they'll probably be assholes to you at the beginning they'll give Mm -hmm. you some shit tests sometimes and try and just fuck with you but then once you pass those shit tests once you show them that you're emotionally stable that you're confident and you're grounded they'll love you more for that they respect you way more because the girls also they want to know that you're worthy of them you know what i mean just like you want a girl that's worthy of you and this is why looks are not the end all be all because imagine you you find a girl who's like a nine out of 10, looks-wise. But she's just a complete bitch. And you hate hanging out with her. You'll probably bang her a couple of times, but then you'll throw her to the side of the road. Because looks aren't the only thing that matters. It's the same thing with guys. Your looks get your, your foot in the door. Every girl has the minimum looks requirement. But the rest of your life is what's going to help you keep that girl. You know what I mean? So and When you have that confidence when you have that inner game that's what helps you retain the girls but if you just have looks i have a lot of clients like this i've had friends like this where they look good the girl hangs out with them a few times is happy to like hook up with them but then doesn't want to stay around because the guy's too needy or he's too emotionally unstable
1: have you have you met guys like that yeah of course yeah um well, not, not, I mean, it wouldn't be my friends if they were like that, to be honest. But um, I can imagine like, sometimes, yeah, I mean, even the personal stuff, my little brother, is naturally a really good-looking guy. You know, he's a um, mixed-race, um, not that saying that means anything, but he's got that Chris Brown, Trey song's kind of complexion, you know. And, but, you know, I can tell he's just a bit shy, you know, doesn't look after him, you know, in terms of, like, haircuts, is not important to him. A little bit nerdy, So like, yeah, I can totally understand that. And I see it all the time. Um, all right, so I've got a question for you. Okay. So um, so let's say this person, obviously I'm going to move on from this, but one last one. So let's say this, this guy who's a four or three out of ten. Um, actually, before I get into that, I really admire how you, like, you, 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 it's like you have a bit of red pill, you have a bit of black pill, just a little bit. Like, you understand it. Yeah, yeah. Or you, you, like, you understand the whole pot, like the different ingredients. So I really uh, admire that. So yeah, so let's okay. say he's like, I need help, you know, I look like this, I'm out of shape, you know, I'm short my teeth are a mess, but I want a rotations of nines and tens. I want a, I want a free girl rotation of nines and tens. And these are proper nine, like models. Or do you, does that happen? Are people that naive? Or what do you think? Because, you know, a lot of these looks don't matter will say, yeah, you can do it. This is about charisma. Just about games. Say the right things. Time bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, connect with her. Show your emotional side, your vulnerable side, and she'll love your personality. What do you think about that?
0: Well, it's fine to have those goals, but most of the guys that end up learning about game, they feel like they're not good enough. So I very rarely get that, the, the guy that says I deserve nines and tens. I, I get the guy that says, hey, like I'm at a certain point right now, you know, and I want to get to the point where I can attract those nines and tens. How do I do that? And then I help them, I give them some information. And then if they, eventually they want to sign up, they can sign up for the program. And then that's when the real change happens. Like I've turned guys completely like complete 180 where they're super introverted. They're afraid to talk to girls. They don't even look that attractive or they, they don't feel attractive. And then I help them do a 180 and they're completely different people. I've had guys tell me that people used to consider them wallflowers. Like they'd go to the club and they'd just be sitting on the wall, just watching everyone else or they're there at a party, just looking at everyone else and everyone else is having fun. I like to call these guys the the supporting cast of a movie and they want to become the main character. So through hard work, through the journey of improving their status, improving their looks, improving their game. And if they want to improve their money, and that usually happens. When you improve your status and your game, your money usually goes up too. Especially when you become more confident, you get like raises at work. You start a business, you become, you believe in yourself more. Mindset is key, bro. That's the one thing that matters the most. If you think that you can achieve it, you can get it, like that's period. Like when it comes to girls, when it comes to business, when it comes to anything, that's what, that's what matters the most. And then through your mindset, you believe in yourself and then you put in the hard work and you don't quit, you'll achieve your goals. period, like it's, it's, it's guaranteed. Now there are guys that are like in wheelchairs that have girlfriends, they're paralyzed and they have girlfriends that are hot. You can go online and you can search Guy with a wheelchair with a nine out of 10 girlfriend, you could probably find an example. But that's one of the things too, is the longer you spend working on yourself, the better you will be, the better you'll feel about yourself. And as long as you don't quit, you will succeed. But that's what I don't respect about some of these guys who just say, looks are the only thing that matters. If you don't look a certain way, you're shit out of luck. Try and get a surgery. (laughs) Like, no. That's not how life works. And those guys, they have not had success with women. They've tried it a little bit, they don't, but they haven't really de- like gone into full development mode and worked on themselves through those four aspects that I've been talking about this whole call. And they're the ones that don't, I've talked to you about this too. They're the ones who don't have experience and they think they know it all. And I don't wanna be around those people. I don't want my clients to be around those people. I think they have some real shit that they need to work on. They need therapy. <laughs> because they've just given up. They say oh X, Y, or Z is why I can't achieve the results, so I guess I'm never getting the results anymore. But that's just not the case.
1: What do you think about choosing signals?
0: I think choosing signals are great. They're I call them indicators of interest, choosing signals, they're all it's all the same thing. It shows a girl is into you. And that's a, that's just like a guy showing his intent or showing premise that he's into a girl and wants to have like a Man, the woman conversation where he's into her and she's into him and like it's just natural.
1: What what do you feel about them? Yeah, they exist 100%. That's my whole journey into this. My best friend was a good-looking, tall, you know, Chris Brown-looking-like guy or more like Lewis Hamilton. Choosing mm-hmm. signals, choosing signals, choosing signals. Honestly, like there'll be a girl there, I'll be here and he'd be here, and like nine times out of ten, you know, it'll be they look at him, you know. Yeah. So, would you say so? Game, would you say, would you agree that game is easier if you're good looking?
0: Okay, so, well, first, the choosing signals thing. One thing I want to say about that is just because a girl doesn't give you choosing signals at first doesn't mean she's not into you. Some girls hide that. Just like guys have approach anxiety, girls have anxiety of showing that they're into a guy because they don't want to get rejected. They're actually more afraid of rejection than we are usually. But when it comes to her choosing signals, it depends on how long she's around you. Like, like I said, the longer you're around someone, the more attractive they seem to you. So then she'll show choosing signals eventually if you are emotionally grounded and you're not like super thirsty and dependent on the results. Uh, What was your other question though, that you just
1: asked? Uh, uh, Choosing signals. Yeah, does game get easier if you're good looking? Okay, so game
0: does not necessarily get easier, but you need less game. The better you look, the less game you need. And that's just a fact. If there's a guy who's a nine out of 10 male model, he doesn't have to have as much game as a guy who's like a four out of 10 looks wise and can never get, can never look better than that. But game is not a very like binary thing, which is like either yes or no, like it's not, it's like there, there's so many factors that go into it. But depending on your looks, depending on your game, depending on your status, depending on your money, the other levels are what, like, they go, they fluctuate. They go up and down. So, like, if you are a billionaire, you don't need as much game as a guy who works at McDonald's. <laughs> but I also would recommend that guy that works at McDonald's to go get, go get some education and get a real job or start a business or something like that. But like, that's what I'm saying is with the levels that fluctuate, you only need a certain level based on the rest of your life. And the higher you go, the more diminishing returns they are. So with fitness, since I know a lot of you guys that are watching are into fitness and you follow JP, but basically when you're a beginner, it's easy to get those beginner gains. The time it takes you to go from a beginner to an intermediate is a lot faster than it would take you, to go from like where you are right now to a guy that's like a top tier bodybuilder you know what I mean so there are diminishing returns and at a certain point it's like okay you've gotten good enough at your looks you've gotten good enough at your game you've gotten good enough money you have your status is good enough so then you need to focus on the other aspects of your life as well
1: so if we were to take away We've got two really good questions, but I've got, let me answer this one. So, if you were to take away the defeatist mindset of Black Pill, could you understand it? Let's say it wasn't called Black Pill, it was just called the Reality Pill. Like, could you understand that?
0: Well, so I understand that looks matter. That's what, what, what I feel like Black Pill is. I don't really know a ton about it, but most of the guys that I've interacted with, and I just don't want to be around those kind of guys, are the guys who say your looks are the only thing that matters. If you don't look good, it doesn't matter. Like that's it. Like it doesn't, you can never get a, a more attractive girl. And I don't live by that mindset. I live by the mindset that I control my life and I make shit happen and I make shit happen. Bro, if you saw me in like high school, when I was like 15, 16, I looked like a fucking alien. I look completely different now. So I worked on my look. Also worked on my social skills. I worked on my status. I worked on my money. So it's not just looks, it's those four aspects that are going to get you the results that you want, whether it's with attracting women and, or, or anything in your life. So that's what I don't like about black people. I just don't like the, the defeatist guys. But as far as do looks matter, they matter. They're not the end-all, be-all, but they do get your foot in the door. And the better your look, the more foot feet you get in the door. The more girls are going to be interested in you at the beginning, mm-hmm. but then you have to back it up
1: with the rest of your life. It's true. Like Even myself, like, you know... Like I feel like obviously I've worked on my body so much, uh, you know, and I understand looks matter to a certain extent, but you know, if my mindset, I, I know, like if I believe personally, if my game was better, I would convert a lot more leads. You know, I feel yeah. like we're staring at the same. I feel we agree from different sides of the table. I think we basically yeah. do the same thing. Like, like you know, like you agree it looks matter. I agree that game matters. You know, to a certain extent. You know, in terms of you know, if we are talking about a four out of ten guy, you know, just because you give him game doesn't mean he's going to be having rotations of nines and tens. Whereas if you're 8 out of 10 guy, yeah, that could definitely be possible, I believe. So what do you think about plastic surgery, then? So there's a 4 out of 10. He can make himself a 7 with a couple surgeries. Like, he can do his nose. He can, let's say that they improve the surgery on making him taller and it's not so dangerous. Would you say he should do it? He's got the money there. He's willing to go through the rehab. Are you telling him to do that or not?
0: Okay. So I used to absolutely hate plastic surgery completely. And I still don't like it because my mentality is that if you get plastic surgery, you're gonna find something else that's wrong about you that you need to improve. And this is why you see women and guys that don't look like human beings. They look like plastic people because they get their nose done. And they're like, oh, fuck, my eyes are, like, my eyes are baggy. They get their eyes fixed. They're like, oh, my cheeks are saggy get the cheeks fixed. I need more plump lips. They get their lips fixed. They're like, oh, I, you know, I got some fat. I don't want to go to the gym. Let me just get a liposuction out. Those people, because they have such a defeatist mindset and because they have like, a, they don't have their inner game strong. They're not, they're not confident in themselves. They're not secure. They find, as soon as they fix one thing, they find something else that they're insecure about. But there are people whose mindset's right you know, maybe their nose is like a fucking crow beak. All right, get it fixed. Go ahead. But what I would say is talk to other people, get other opinions. Don't just get your own opinion. Talk to a professional like you or me and and see, see like, you know, do I really need this? Or am I just coming up with some shit that's an excuse for why I can't get the results? And I'm just going to find another excuse afterwards. And I find I, this happens all the time where not just with plastic surgery, but like I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and they'll say, oh yeah, man, I can't, I can't work in this environment. Okay. So then they switch the environment and then they, they're like, okay, I can work for a couple days. And then they find something else. They're like, oh yeah, X, Y, or Z is, is an issue. And then they find another excuse and another excuse. And they just, they just keep coming up with excuses. So the whole plastic surgery debate, it's very, it's a touchy subject. But what I would say is just, you know, see if you really need it or not. See if it's just an excuse because it's a shame. I've talked to so many girls who, like, they were beautiful before their plastic surgery and then they got their plastic surgery and they actually decreased in attractiveness. So those are my feelings about it.
1: Bro, I love your honesty, you know. I love your honesty. And it's crazy because my, like, even before, when I was young, like, even from age nine, I was thinking about plastic surgery. And then Mm -hmm. I found that that was my story. Because whenever I sit across from a woman, obviously training in the gym, I train, like, in actual gym, I train women as well. And, like, I told them my story. A lot of them were a bit confused, like, you know, but honestly, like, I was, that was, that was my first, when I realised my body wasn't, you know, because my of body five. I had very feminine physique. Very, you know, for the lack of a better word, beta, feminine physique. And I hated it. Um, and, yeah, that was my first thing. Like, when I get older, I'm going to get plastic the surgery. Then I found the gym and then, you know. So it's always been a, something I've been aware of. So, okay, so people like Michael Jackson, I know this, maybe this is a stupid question, but would you say he was black pill? I think he
0: had some psychological issues, the way that he changed himself. I, when I looked at him before his operations, he looked fine. But also, I think there was some there was some disorder or like uh, disease that he had too, which which resulted in how he looked at the end. So I think there were some insecurities. A lot of celebrities go through this, bro, where they have their insecurities. It's not that bad. No one's really saying that much. And then they get put on a platform in front of 100 million people. And then maybe a million of those people, which is just 1%, vocalize that, oh, your nose looks weird. And as human beings, our brains aren't wired to accept that kind of rejection or that kind of negative criticism from so many people. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if we hang out with 100 people a day and one person out of 100 says, your nose looks weird. It's probably not that big of a deal to most people. But then when a million people are saying it to you and your comments are filled with that shit, then that's going to really fuck you up mentally. So I, I don't know the full story behind him. There's definitely some some uh, psychological stuff going on. I think there was like a disease that people talked about that he had too. And like I said, bro, those those the feedback from so many people, you start to really believe in that after
1: you get enough comments. Let me get your opinion on this. I think black pill mentality is, is everywhere. Like it's not. It seems like when it comes to the like manosphere and game, it's like this dark corner of incels and weirdos, and let's kick them in the corner and like laugh at them from an angle. Um, but I think it's everywhere. Like I reckon anyone that's been driven to take steroids, unless it was perfor- for performance purposes, or anyone that joins the gym for aesthetic purposes, has a black pill mindset. You go on Instagram, like literally, I don't even go on Instagram. Anymore, You go you see all these guys who look like models, millions of followers and likes. Like, do you think the world is black-pilled, or do you think, like, what do you think about that? That little... Uh, and even women, before I ask your opinion, even women, like, women have been doing surgery for years. Women have been doing breast implants, butt implants. They've been doing filters from way back. Like, we're not gonna look at them and say they're, uh, they're uh, black-pilled and, you know, they're getting less men because they know this. They don't even need to speak about it. But for, for us men, we have to be in denial, like, What's going on? <laughs> what's got lost?
0: Well, I think as human beings, we are just wired to like things that are appealing. We like things that look good, just generally. So that's in our basic psychology that we do like things that look good. But the issue with the whole Blackfill thing is that it's not the end-all, be-all. Your looks are not the thing that matter the most. They do matter, but they're not the most. They matter to an extent but overall it's your whole life that, that matters. So, but to, to, to prove your point though, we, we love things that look good, but then also like we love things that other people think look good too. So like these designer brands, I think are dumb as hell that people are paying $5,000 for a bag they could buy for 50 bucks. But because so many people are saying, this is such a good bag, like Gucci is so good. like. Prada is amazing, like all that stuff. Then other people start wanting it because they think that, it, that if, it, if other people are saying it looks good, that's social proof. So if you're a four out of 10 guy and you have a social circle full of hot girls, nines and tens, they hang out with you all the time and they think you're amazing. Let's say you go to a club, you take 10 girls with you. You sit at a table. So that shows your status. That shows your pre-selection. That shows that you have social proof. And then some random girl walks up to your table and like starts a conversation with a girl. And then she's like, oh, who's that guy that's sitting there by himself with 10 girls? And then the girl's like, oh, that's, that's Justin. He's amazing. He's such a cool guy. That girl is gonna start to think that you're attractive just based on that, the fact that you're sitting at the table and you have 10 chicks sitting around you. But, let's, but even if you look like a four out of 10 looks wise, Let's say you take away all the muscles, everything, right? It doesn't matter as much because you have all that pre-selection. You have other people hyping you up and talking about you and saying that you're amazing. But if you are the four out of 10 guy and you're standing on the dance floor by yourself, what's gonna happen? People are just gonna think you're a loser because you're just standing alone by yourself, not talking to anyone, not doing anything fun, just watching everyone else
1: have fun. You know what I mean? Amazing, amazing. By the way, how much time have you got? Because obviously we'll come into none, but obviously we started start a little bit late. Can you do a 10-minute session or not? Well, yeah, you I've, I've, I have like 30 minutes. I can do okay, my- yeah, let's do just a 10-minute session. I've got a couple of key questions. Um, all right, so let's say, okay, I'm really happy you said that. That's a really good point. That's actually quite fascinating. And social game is something that I want to get into myself. And I know definitely people are killing it off social game, DJs, promoters, from personal experience like um okay so let's say online so obviously you know i'm sure you'd agree that online it's better for if you're good looking right you have an advice. the less
0: time that you interact with someone the more your looks matter
1: okay so and the other spectrum is social game which is that what you say like we've got looks on one side what's the other side social circle that's where that's where everyone can win yeah okay okay and how do you build a social circle then
0: Well, it depends on what your goal is. If you're looking for people, like your demographic of people that you want. So like, if you want people that go to clubs, go to clubs and talk to people, get their contact information, then invite them out to the club again. If you want people that are into fitness, go to the gym, go join like uh, yoga classes, go to sporting, like sports classes or whatever, like join a sports team. You'll find people that play basketball. So go to wherever you want to find the kind of people that you want to be around. And then just be a cool guy. This is where your social skill and your game comes in because you don't just game girls, you game guys. Like it's it's a lifestyle of being a social beast and like achieving the results that you want. But if there's a guy who's thinking like, oh yeah, I'm not attractive enough or I'm not fun enough, blah, blah, blah. And their mindset's messed up. They're not going to have a good time talking to other people and the other people wouldn't want to talk to them either. I've met so many cool guys. This is This is where I like... I, I really learned for the first time that your mindset is key because there was this guy in college and I was friends with some girls. This was at the beginning of my game journey, about a, a year in or so. And I talked to them and I was like, yeah, so glad you guys always hang out with this guy? And he was like, he was pretty ugly too. Everyone thought he was ugly, but they are just like, why, how is he getting all these girls? And they said, he's just super fun to be around. And because he was so fun, because he was so amazing, Other people wanted to be around him, guys and girls. And then that's how he had so many girls that are into him. And like I said, the longer you're around someone, the less your looks matter. So like on a dating app, which is the ultimate um, place that looks matter, it's a quick swipe. You can, a girl could see you for seconds. It's the same thing with like day game. You walk up to a girl instantly, like it's just you and her. She sees you, she's walking by. She likes you, she's going to stay. If she doesn't, He's going to walk away, but because you're in person, the looks don't matter as much as online. Now on the other spectrum is a social circle. When you hang out with girls every week for a year, they're going to think you're super attractive, regardless of if you're banging them or not, because not only are you interacting with them, showing your personality, showing your, like they find out how much money you're making. They see your status. They see how other people behave with you. They see your looks and then your attractiveness in general through those four different aspects just goes up so it really depends on how long the person's around you and this is why this debate exists do looks matter or not because some guys they only do day game or they only do online and mm-hmm. they're like yeah looks matter super it matters a lot you're, you're getting your foot in the door you have to look good and then there are other guys who do like social circle or they do like night game or they, they're they interacting with other people more and the girls are seeing their the other people interacting with them and they're social proof. And they're like, yeah, man, like I'm a five out of 10 looks wise, but I'm still banging eights, nines, like easily. It's not even hard. So looks don't matter at all because everyone has their own truth. Everyone has their own experiences. But the guys who who have interacted with the most girls through different mediums, not just online social circle, or cold approach, those guys who've interacted with thousands of girls like me, have coached hundreds of guys, they're the ones who know the truth because they've done, they've experienced it themselves, they've helped other guys get the results that they've gotten, and then they can tell subjectively what works and doesn't. But what most people are arguing about in the comments, guys who've banged like less than 40 girls, guys who haven't even approached a girl before, or guys who don't go on dating apps at all, they're just sharing their own experiences and that's fine that's their truth that's what's working for them but that's not the end like that's not the, the end
1: all be all overall amazing bro if i had if i had my both my hands free i'd give you a round of applause for that one, <laughs> thank like, you i met my ex of three and a half years and obviously i made her my girlfriend because she was the hottest girl that i was well and she had and she was friendly as well obviously she had a great personality, but you know she was cut above the rest and I used to think, oh, how comes I'm with her like, you know, obviously I thought, oh yes, yeah, my body, whatever. But thinking back, yeah, I had a lot of obviously I met her in the gym, I was a trainer. She knew all of the other trainers. She was a regular. She went to all the classes. Um and i taught... and we got to know each other over like I didn't even try game or anything. But obviously, yeah, she just saw my, you know, my demeanor. So yeah, you definitely opened my eyes there. So yeah, well done for the answer. That is, yeah. <laughs> That's the solid class, you got me. All right, bro, let's um answer some questions. There's a few questions in the chat and then you can um, tell everyone about what you do and how they can reach out and then we'll wrap it up. Is that cool?
0: Sure. Just one last thing that I wanted to say though.
1: Yeah.
0: Is for anyone who wants to get, like attract more women, whether it's through their looks, through their game, whatever, the fastest way to achieve that is through a mentor. So like if you go to the gym and you work out, you're not going to achieve the results as quickly as you would if you had a personal trainer like Justin teaching you exactly what it is that you need to do because for two reasons, you get the knowledge of what to do exactly, specifically for your situation. And then the second thing is that you have that, the feeling your mindset is a lot better because you know that someone else is telling you that it's possible to achieve the results. And then that makes you not quit. And the people that don't quit are the ones that don't fail.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. That's it, and that's it. It's just about keep going. And, yeah, that's and that's the perfect um, way to describe it. And that coach will help you, like, when you're having those points that you might give up or, you know, maybe you miss a week of training or maybe you just get blown out for a day. You just want to throw in the towel. To come, oh, it's happened to me. What happened to this person, you can do it as well. So, nicely said. All right, let's go for some questions. I don't know if you can. You, can you see the comments as well or not? Yeah, I can see them on my computer. Uh, OK, we're going to choose. Uh, we're going to go with the latest one first. I know maybe that's a bit rude. Um, actually, let me just, we'll just pick and choose. Uh, um, uh, what's the best way Uh, I saw a couple good questions Um, game is like okay hold on let's go through these questions let me start again Um, okay here we are that's a lot better I can see some questions Um, what do you what do you do what do you do when you go to bars alone how can you make yourself social in such an environment? That's a good question. Okay. Repeat.
0: So, so for, do you want me to repeat the question?
1: Oh no, no. I was asking I wonder if you wanted me to repeat it. Could you, could you get?
0: get Oh no, no, I heard it. I heard it. So when you go by yourself, a lot of the time you feel like there's a lot of pressure. You're going to think everyone's looking at you and to an extent, you know, sometimes people are looking at you for sure. But, you just want to go out with the mentality of having fun. If you're going out for the sake of going out, sometimes you got to do that. You got to power through. You got to say, okay, you know, I feel like, I feel like I'm not feeling it. I'm just going to go out so I can tell myself that I'm forcing myself to do the hard work and putting in the effort and I'm not making excuses. Sometimes you got to do that. But if you're going out with that mentality, you're not going to have as much fun. You want to have fun. You want to go to places that you're going to enjoy. That's what I say when you're, If you're going out with a date with a girl or just doing anything on your own, if you have, if you're going to a place that you enjoy, you're going to have more fun off the bat. But what you need to do, the strategy is that you need to go out there and have a goal for what you want. So like, let's say just a very simple goal. The guy is like a super beginner and he wants to approach five girls, right? So he goes out there and into the club and he approaches five girls. Now his results are going to vary, but the guy that goes out there to have fun and has the mindset of having fun and says, I'll talk to some women. What you need to do is you wanna go to, like talk to people in general and get like a little headquarters, a little group of people that are gonna be your your group for the night that are your friends. And cause social, social interaction is super important for keeping your vibe up. And it's what happens is the guy that just goes out there to, and says, I just wanna approach five chicks usually they're standing by themselves in between the girls they get in their head they're like oh fuck i don't don't know if i should go approach her blah 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 but when you have someone to interact with consistently you go go approach you go back to your headquarters you talk to them you have fun and you can also bring girls to your headquarters and to do that is basically you just have a good time and you talk to people and you provide a fun experience for them so that they enjoyed talking to you whether it's through your conversation your behaviors like if you're good at dancing you know whatever it is those people are going to want to be around you and then when you see a girl you can approach her you're going to be in a better mindset because you have a group of people that you're hanging out with and then also you can bring that girl and introduce her to your friends and i've done that so many times when i've gone out i just meet some random people i say you know you guys are pretty cool i don't have my my friends aren't out with me tonight or something you know let's let's hang out let's get to know each other better I'm, i'm new to this bar or whatever it is where i say this is this is the bar that i love going to I'll introduce you to the bouncers, talk to the the bouncers, bring them in, introduce them to the group, blah, blah, blah. And then like, I go approach a girl and my mindset is just so much better. I'm so much like happier and enjoying myself a lot more. And the girl feels that vibe. And then if I feel like it, I can bring that girl to the group that I was talking to, introduce them, she thinks, okay, cool. He has like a nice group of friends. And I've actually made a lot of friends that way too. That's how you grow your social circle as well is by cold approaching strangers. You don't just cold approach girls. You can cold approach anyone. This is a skill that bleeds into your whole life overall and it'll make you feel better knowing that you can make things happen that other people just can't because they're afraid or they have inhibitions or they can only do it while they're drinking.
1: Amazing answer, yeah, yeah, that's spot on. Um, All right, another question uh so what do you guys think about the concept of sigma males i'll quickly answer this and i'll pass it to you so my personal opinion is you know there are guys who are extremely introverted that go this way like i've got one of my closest friends um he's improved now but he was you know at a point where he was gonna live out of a van or something like and, you know, he just has – I don't want say he's given up. Maybe he, he has that desire to be sociable, but he just – he's so introverted. And he's kind of in that comfort zone. He doesn't want to step out of it. And I feel a lot of guys are extremely in the comfort zone to the point where – I mean, it's more of a shame if you actually attempted to be sociable and be that sociable guy, um, and then you give up and then become a Sigma male versus, you know, that's all you've been your whole life, and you're just happy that way. Um, that's my opinion. What do, you, what do you reckon, bro? So the
0: Sigma males are the guys who are like lone wolves, basically, right?
1: Yeah, they don't follow and- society. What they feel like they should uh, uh, can um, adhere to
0: Okay, so there, there are two people that are identified as sigma males. They are the guys who truly are lone wolves and that's their personality and that's how they want to live their life. They don't like having a lot of friends. that's fine. You can you can set up your lifestyle to be attractive while living that lifestyle and that's, that's completely fine if that's how you truly want to live. the other the second guy identifies as a Sigma male is the guy who's afraid of getting out of his comfort zone whether consciously or subconsciously he he, wa- he wishes that he had more people to be around but then he hears this buzzword or buzz phrase called Sigma male. It's like yeah man I'm I'm the lone wolf I'm the guy that you know goes against the grain but that's because they're just afraid of achieving the results that they want you know so those guys, they need to work on themselves. And this is why it's, it's good to get a mentor or not even just a mentor, just someone else that can give you an unbiased opinion who has the experience so that they can tell you like, listen, man, like you seem like you have that mindset that you want to do something else but you're just afraid of getting out of that comfort zone. But what either of those guys need to do is they need to try and see what it's like to behave a certain way or live a different lifestyle, see what it's like outside of their comfort zone And then after enough reference experiences and enough action decide for themselves, whether they want to live a certain lifestyle or not. But the guys who like, it's the same thing that I have an issue with the defeatist mentality of like some of the guys who think looks are the only thing that matters because they're not trying new things. They're not experimenting. They're not always trying to improve. So if they don't try other things, how can they know whether they like it or not? And I'm not saying like try it once and then never do it again. Because a lot of the time when you have resistance and you try something once, you just say, oh, fuck it, man. It's not for me. I'm not going to do it anymore. But if you try it like maybe 10 times, like you try going out and being super social 10 times, then you're going to really get an idea for like, okay, is this something that I just really don't want to do? And it's just something that is not my personality that I, and I don't want to live like this. Or is this something that, you know, there's some resistance. I'm out of my comfort zone. I want to improve, but... It's hard and that's why I don't wanna do it. So I need to just keep trying and keep doing because eventually it'll become easy and then I'll love it. And I'll like myself a lot more. So those are the two guys and it really like, you don't know what kind of guy you are until you actually take a ton of action.
1: Amazing. Uh, would you reckon one more question? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, okay. Josh Jules asks, ever thought about writing a list of shit tests and preparing witty responses for stuff like you say that to all the other girls?
0: Okay, so he's basically talking about, like, canned stuff? Yeah. That's natural. If you have a really cool story of you going to the Grand Canyon and then, like, bungee jumping or, like, you go skydiving and it was super fun and super exhilarating, you tell people the same story. Like, you're going to tell your your friend that story. And then, like, if someone's like, yeah, man, you know, I kind of want to go skydiving, you'll tell that person the same exact story the same way, pretty much. So there's nothing wrong with like canned things because even naturals, they tell the same stories. Guys who've never learned about games, they say the same opener to girls that they talk to. They tell girls, you seem cute. Like if I tell one girl that she's cute and then I see another girl and I think she's cute and I tell her that she's cute, is that a canned line or is that just something that I like to say? So if you are going with a mentality, this is why mentality is so important. And this is why guys need to get rid of their limiting beliefs and they need to stop living a binary life. Things are not either good or bad. If you're going in with a mentality that I'm just going to say the same thing over and over and over again and expect the results to be different or for the girl to be attracted to them because they're saying the same canned line, then they're going to have a worse time than if they just go in and they say, okay, this is like a cool story that I like telling. I'm going to tell it to this girl and let's see how she feels about it. You know, so like it, the can, the whole argument with can things comes down to the ego. The guy is either like the guys that don't like it are like, Oh, I'm not the kind of guy that uses canned lines. Everyone uses canned lines in some way. It's just either conscious or subconscious. So if it's something that works and gets results, go ahead and do it. If it's something that you don't feel comfortable doing, like if you don't want to say, Hey, you seem interesting. I just wanted to see what you like, what you're all about. To the same like girl to every single girl that you talk to, don't do it. Just say something that comes off your mind. It just depends on your mentality when it, when you're saying
1: whatever it is that you feel is canned. You know what I mean? Amazing, amazing, Hamza. This has been really enjoyable. Uh, before we go wrap up, to share with everyone how they can reach out to you, you know, if they want to work with you, what they can do. Okay, so
0: either through my profile that you guys see over here or through my group Attraction Made Simple, which is where I break down most of my theories and my beliefs. You can go join that group as well. I can I can link
1: it in the comments too for anyone that yeah. wants. Yeah, I'm gonna post it on YouTube as well. So um oh, it was perfect. amazing. Hamza, uh, Hamza really enjoyed it. Went far better. Obviously we had a dodgy start trying to get connected, but that was <laughs> definitely opened my eyes as well. And yeah, we should do a part two. I've got, you know, tons more questions. Maybe we'll talk about a different topic as well. And really appreciate having you on. My pleasure, dude. Let's do it again. Awesome. All right, gents. Hope you enjoyed this. Uh, Catch you on the next one. All right, peace.